Getting ready, yeah. What's the score, Mango Whores? This is your produce-pushing pimp, Big Daddy Maddie, and his broke-ass furry call fruit, Beware the Hairy Mango. What? No, I wasn't gazing longingly at the calendar. Why do you ask? I love it here. Why are you looking at the calendar? Tell you what, let's both not look at the calendar together. Three more days to go. Today's mind-sucking story explains the afterlife in unpleasant detail, but not for any of you, don't worry. Of course, you may not care for what becomes of you, but at least there's no floating involved, because as you'll see, or hear, rather, purgatory is for pencils. Purgatory is for Pencils by Matthew Sanborn Smith. The pencil that woke him was a chewed up Dixon Grayling. Where am I? Ty asked. You're dead, Dixon said. Dead? You're nuts. Look around, friend. Welcome to Limbo. Ty did look around, and it was true. They were floating in featureless gray space. There was nothing else. No pencil box, no notebooks, not even a couch cushion to blanket them from above. There was nothing but pencils, as far as he could see. But I didn't do anything wrong, Ty said. It's not just a matter of not doing wrong. You've got to do some right. I spent my life hanging from a string near a refrigerator. I made grocery lists for a family in Toronto. Where would they have been without me? Without milk on at least one occasion. Maybe malnourished. Grocery list makers are the proletariat, my friend. Millions of them, Dixon said. Then he screamed, Groceries! Eggs! Beer! Cat food! Yelled pencils spread throughout the surrounding ether. Those items and a thousand others like them echoed impossibly through their ranks. You see, Dixon said, I was a doodler, writing on the walls of a detention room. See that eraser over there? Yeah? He's still waiting for his pencil to pass away. The erasers usually show up first. That one spent his life in a single afternoon erasing puns. You'd think he'd be in heaven then. Well, the powers that be can't seem to decide on whether puns are the highest form of humor or the lowest. The eraser sighed. Someday my pencil come. Then who gets to heaven? Ty asked. A red royal swam by and answered, The ones who write powerful novels or first drafts of great speeches. Well, that isn't fair, Ty said. We don't control what we write. We're tools. Your point? Dixon asked. Everyone's a tool. That's life. You're not one of those free will nut jobs, are you? No free will? Look, you little nub. If you had free will, what would it get you? You had no muscles in the living world, no tongue, no brain. You had no control anyway. But why should I be punished for something I didn't do? What about the humans that write the grocery lists? Do they go to purgatory too? Do you see any around here? Royal asked. They're just dead. No afterlife whatsoever for them. Just be happy for what you have. Floating for eternity. No sweaty hands squeezing you. No more broken tips. Just floating. But... Listen, buddy, just shut up and count your blessings. I had a friend, an A.W. Faber. We shared the same pocket protector in high school. One day, someone grabbed him and stabbed another kid after school on the bus. Now he's doing time in hell. His length is infinite. Well, that sounds pretty good, Ty said. He's being fed into an electric sharpener down there. Forever. Ty shivered. They all floated in silence for the next couple of years. If this story ground your graphite, you can tongue it and other blistering disasters at the big ball of strange known to the net as everydayweirdness.com. The link is smeared all over the show notes, or squat over that hole in the corner or the half in the center right here at bewarethehairymango.com. Dictate your terms of surrender in the comments for this post, or fade a comp email me and we'll discuss the dondelio at matthew at bewarethehairymango.com, or forget all that and just send me dirty pictures of yourself at bewarethehairymango at gmail.com. Depending on the health, youth, and overall genetic makeup of our listeners, I may never check my inbox 
once again. The SF signal shines down upon you like your own sweet little sunbeam, which is slowly killing you in the most awesome way possible. Roll around in its news reviews, mind melds, and occasionally drive off the cliff in a certain Mango Durango at sfsignal.com. Subscribe to the Mangotic School of Thought by drilling the orange nubbin on the homepage or wax philosophic all over iTunes. Just make sure you wipe off everything afterwards and leave a five-toga review on the way to your trial. And not once did anyone ever say, Socrates, hemlock is poison. Tweet from the back seat about what you did for love since you can't see out the steamy windows anyway at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. And while you're at it, consider taking your elbow off of my throat before I asphyxiate and kiss today goodbye. Email me e-money or me-mail me me-money by butting the button and donating dough on the Holy Homegrown homepage and making a Mango Maddie a happy chappy and less destitute fruit. I deserve money for that sentence alone. This podcast crawls up your pant leg and tickles your goodies in the most horrifying game of footsie ever devised with its cherry red polished Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 3.0 unported license. Until the saints come marching back out again, could be the smell, I don't know. This is the gently red Matthew Sanborn Smith saying an apple a day keeps the doctor away, but only if your arm is strong and your aim is good. Good night.